This is a compilation of Christmas recordings from 1902 to 1924. If you enjoyed this mix, please consider supporting Centuries of Sound at patreon.com slash centuriesofsound. For just $5 per month or local equivalent, you can get a host of bonus materials and help this show keep going. Centuries of Sound is produced by one person, me, in my spare time, and it's only through the generous donations of my backers on Patreon that I can keep this show going. Across the city and South Cambridgeshire. Cambridge 105 Radio. Hello, little folks. Do you know who I am? You've heard of me often. Some say I'm a sham. <laughs> but most of you know that cannot be true. For every Christmas you've seen what I do. And now you not only know just what I do, but you hear my old voice as I'm speaking to you. Who is it, you say? Hush, close all the doors and I'll tell you a secret. I'm old Santa Claus. <laughs> Perhaps you're curious to know why I hide in this phonograph. For I'm right here inside. <laughs> I'll tell you, my dears, if you give me your word that you won't tell a soul about what you have heard. You've seen Santa's picture quite often, I'm sure, with his great big white whiskers half down to the floor, and his ruddy red cheeks, and his jolly old smile, and often you wished you could see him a while. But children... Though I'd love to come out of this box, I'm really afraid to, because of the shocks that all of you'd get if you saw me come out. Why, you'd all run away with a terrible shout. <laughs> my beautiful whiskers are black with the dirt, and the dust's in my eyes so that both of them hurt. And my lovely red robe with its trimming of white is as black as the black of a black winter's night. <laughs> and it's all because I have to climb down the many long chimneys you have in this town. Before I can possibly come out and greet you, I must take a warm bath, and then perhaps I'll meet you. Don't think that I mind getting dirty like this, for it's something I'd really be sorry to miss. I have to go down all these sooty old places to bring gifts to the children and smiles to their faces. But before I get out and disappear soon, I'll give you a treat. It's a bit of a tune that I'll play on my chimes that I've got with me here. So listen, dear children, to some real Christmas cheer. like that. Well, now I must be off, if I can ever get out of this box. Mm. There. My, that was a tight squeeze. Come on now, up, Prancer. Hey, good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs>
Hello and welcome to this extra special Christmas episode of Centuries of Sound on Cambridge 105 Radio. I'm James Errington and today I'm going to be playing you some Christmas records recorded between 1902 and 1924. Today I'm also joined by my son Theo. Hello Theo. Hello. So what did you think about that? That was Harry E. Humphreys with Santa Claus Hides in Your Phonograph. Oh, that was quite... That was okay, okay. It sounds evil. He did sound evil in that, yeah. I don't think he's really evil though. But he, uh, did, he did sound evil there, it's true. Do you like him to sound evil? No. No, uh, okay. I do not want no presents at Christmas. Well, he sounds like a bit of a mean Santa, doesn't he? Yeah. Okay, well, let's, let's hear some more traditional Christmassy music. Yeah. This is Silent Night. So that was the Choir of the Royal Court Opera with orchestra and church bells accompanied by harmonium and bells with Silent Night, Holy Night. What did you make of that one, Thea? I like that one. You liked it? Yep. Good. Very, very old music, you know? Yep. 
So all of these recordings are from before the year 1925. Ooh, that's a long time ago. Yeah, very, very old. Let's have some more Christmas stories now. This is Gilbert Girard with Santa Claus Tells of Mother Gooseland. <laughs> well, well, here I am, old Santa Claus, to see and to talk to you again, and to tell you about Tom Tom, the piper's son, who stole a pig, and away he run, and Baba Black Sheep, and a few more of your old friends in Mother Gooseland. Tom Tom, the piper's son, stole a pig, and away he run. The pig was eat, and Tom was beat, and Tom went roaring down the street. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Ba, ba, black sheep, have you any wool? Yes, sir, yes, sir, three bags full. One for the master. One for the dame, but none for the little boy who cries in the lane. <coughs> eat, birds, eat, and make no waste. I'll lie here and make no haste. If my master by chance should come, you must fly and I must run. <coughs> If I had a little donkey and he would not go, do you think I would whip him? Oh, no, no. I'd give him a carrot and cry, gee up, Neddy, gee, whoa. <laughs> All of a row, bend the bow, shot at a pigeon, and killed a crow. Jack Spratt could eat no fat, his wife could eat no lean, and so betwixt them both, you see, they licked the platter clean. <laughs> to Banbury Cross to see a fair lady upon a white horse with rings on her fingers and bells on her toes. She shall have music wherever she goes. Punch and Judy fought for a pie. Punch gave Judy a sad blow on the eye. Oh, Punchy, Punchy, dear. So that was uh, Gilbert Girard with Santa Claus Tells of Mother Gooseland. Were you impressed by that? Uh, not really. Not really impressed. I wasn't really impressed by that. No, okay. It's just some uh, nursery rhymes, yeah? Yeah. Okay, not to your taste. Yeah, not my taste. That okay. One. This, uh, this next one, this is by Band. They just labelled as band on this record, and it's uh, called Christmas Memories.
that was band, some kind of band, with Christmas memories. How do you feel about that one? Ah, pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you really like it. I like it. So that song at the end, that's uh, Oh Christmas Tree or Oh Tannenbaum. Let's hear a bit more of that song. This is the Nebe Quartet with Oh Tannenbaum. <laughs> the uh, Nebe Quartet with O Tannenbaum. Theo, I think you're not that impressed by that one. Yeah, it's just like the same as the one before this one. Okay. Yeah. It's just the same. But a different kind I'll of... I'll give it the same score, probably. What's the score? The same score, like, it's pretty good. Okay, wow. Pretty good, that's like a 7? Yeah, 7 out of 10. Probably. Wow. So it sounds like it's not that bad, actually. Wow. Okay, well, fair enough. So, however, I gave, I gave Silent Night a 9 out of 10. Yeah, okay, great. Well, okay, next we've got uh, another spoken bit. This is Albert Whelan with uh, Scrooge's Awakening. Scrooge's Awakening, Sterling Records. was all a dream. And the time before me is my own wherein to make amends. I went to sleep last night, a miserable day. Last night? Say, boy, what's today? Why, Christmas Day, sir! Christmas Day? What? <laughs> what's that? Ah, the carols in Oh, beautiful. <laughs> I'm as happy as an angel. 
So that was Albert Whelan with uh, Scrooge's Awakening. Are you yeah. impressed? I give a, a three. A three? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you remember the story of Scrooge? Yeah, Christmas I remember Carol? the story of Scrooge. The person who, who doesn't like Christmas. Okay. Yeah, but he doesn't like Christmas at all. But then someone changed his mind. Yeah. That ghost. Three ghosts. Yeah, three ghosts changed his mind. Yeah. Do you think three ghosts could change your mind as well? Um... Yeah, probably, because I am scared of the dark. No, oh, and of ghosts. Yeah, no, I'm not scared of ghosts, but I, 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 I'm scared that ghosts just appears in my room when I like... Oh, that would be scary, it's true. All right, let's hear some bells. This is the Edison Concert Band with Bells of Christmas. Join the green, feel 
That was the Edison Concert Band with Bells of Christmas. Theo, what do you think? I give it eight. Eight. I really, yeah, I like it. So far, A, I like it. Okay, well, eight. Well, so that was the Edison Concert Band. You know Edison? Yeah, Edison. Who's Edison then? I can't remember. So it's Thomas Edison. Yeah, Thomas Edison. So Thomas Edison was important in making some of the first records. Let's hear Thomas Edison. He has some Christmas greetings. Just next from one, himself. Thomas, next one is called Thomas Edison, Mr. Edison's Christmas greeting. <laughs> the heart 
of all humanity. That language is music. It is plainer than words. Some music has words, but good music needs no words to make its meaning clear. The majestic music of Christmas carries a message which everyone can understand. The Edison Laboratories desire to send a Christmas message of goodwill and good cheer to every music lover. Since the war, Mr. Edison has dedicated practically all of his time to music. It is his belief that music of the right kind has an immeasurable power for good. Particularly, he believes that music can be made an important influence in the lives of young people. He recognizes that music of the better sort does not always appeal to our boys and girls. He hopes that all parents will take the same pain to develop in their children an appreciation of good music that they now take to create a taste for good literature. In behalf of Mr. Edison and the Edison Laboratory, I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. So some Christmas greetings there from Thomas Edison. Ah. Would you like to meet? I give that one like a six about. <laughs> okay. Yeah, six. The music at the start and end's not bad, yeah. Yeah, I like the music at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I liked that bit. I'll give that bit a like seven. Okay. About. Good. Uh, let's hear uh, the George Hamilton Green Novelty Orchestra with Moonlight Waltz, shall we?
was the George Hamilton Green Novelty Orchestra with Moonlight Waltz. What did you think about that? Seven about, I think. Seven. Did you like the xylophone? Playing um, the very fast xylophone? Oh, I think I can't do that. I only could do like, like, tap, 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 tap. Yeah. I can get on with a beat. I can't just get on with a beat that fast. Yeah, going very, very fast, weren't they? Mm. Would you like to learn xylophone? Uh, yeah, I am learning xylophone and right now in our music lessons in school really yeah wow okay well great okay let's go back to some more a little bit more Christmassy music this is George Islan with Christmas Eve in the old homestead <laughs> Why, it is the old church bells ringing the hour of midnight. 
12 o'clock. A Merry Christmas to you all. A Merry Christmas. And now let us keep up our old custom by singing Christians Awake. George Islan with Christmas Eve in the old homestead. Mm. You impressed, Theodore? I give it like a six. Yeah? If it's less than five, it's not that good. I say not that good. If okay. it's less than five. Okay. So if I say less than five, it's not that good. If I say five, um, I say quite good. Yeah, quite not good. bad. Okay. Not bad. All right. Um, anyway, not, not your favourite, let's yeah, say. Yeah, not anyway. my favourite. My okay. favourite was a nine. Okay. This is the Edison Mix Quartet with Hark the Herald Angels Sing.
That was the Edison Mixed Quartet with Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Are you impressed by that, Theodore? Uh, yeah, I am quite impressed. Seven, I get it. Seven, okay, good. Um, so this is the... Uh, next up we have the Metropolitan Quartet with Christmas, Christmas, Blessed, Blessed Day. That was the Metropolitan Quartet with Christmas, Christmas, Blessed, Blessed Day. Mm. I like give it seven also. 
Okay, <laughs> seven. So you like these songs mostly, yeah? Yeah, mostly I like them. Okay, sounds good. Um, let's have a, a guy with a Victorian name, because Christmas is kind of a, it feels very Victorian. <laughs> yeah. He's called Bransby Williams, and this is the Street Watchman's Christmas. Mm, let's see this one. Some chaps gets the fat, and some chaps gets the lean when they start on their journey through life. Some make spots of money by being hem peas, and some gets it by taking a wife. Some learns a good trade, such as dustman or sweep, which the same I'd have done if I'd known. But the special profession I've drifted in now is minding a hole in the road. As a rule, it's a nice, quiet, comfortable job, but there's times when I've hated the work. For instance, I once had to go Christmas Day on a job which I tried hard to shirk. I minded that old, sir, the old blessed day, till me dinner and tea time had gone. And my Christmas dinner, if any was left, I should have when relieved later on. At home, we'd some friends, and we'd got a big goose, and I'd ordered our ton of coal. Yet here was I sitting at 7 p.m., uh, shivering in front of me old. And I thought of them all making merry at home. Stuffed with goose from their heads to their toes. They just about leave me a cut off the beak for the end of the parson's nose. And I sat quite despondent and dozed half asleep. I was feeling quite happy and sore. When from one of the big houses just on me right, a swell flunky steps out through the door. He comes straight to me and he says with a bar, which made his gold lace gleam and shine, The Countess has caught limits, and that you're alone, shall be pleased if you'll step in and dine. Well, I, I nearly dropped to the ground with surprise, but it wasn't a safe thing to do. What if some thieves come and pinch the grate for them stones, or hopped off with a drain pipe or two? Then I thought of the Countess's kindness of art, as she'd thought of me lonely outside. So I scraped the clay off my boots with a spade, and I follows the flunky inside. And there sat the Countess, all merry and bright, with diamonds and jewels all aglow, in a silk dress which must have cost nigh twenty quid, though there wasn't much of it, you know. Her husband, the vice count, was there at her side, while the waiters flew round with a whiz. And in half a jiff, I was set down with him, her eating and shifting the fizz. The viscount, he drank to my jolly good health, as he took from his wine glass a pull. I only just nodded, I couldn't say much, for me bath like me heart was too full. When we'd finished, us gems put on a cigar, and the perfume was simply sublime. By the bands what was on them, well, I'll guarantee they must have cost fourpence a time. Then the ladies, they starts playing kiss in the ring, and the countess enjoyed the game too. When she gets in the ring, she just turns straight to me and she says, Oh, Mr. Nobbs, I'll have you. <laughs> I didn't know which was me head or me heels. It was like being in fairyland. Well, I threw down my smoke and I wiped my moustache just like this with the back of my hand. She put up her lips 
looking saucy and sweet as I dashed it towards her I stole. I bent forward and then, well, well, I woke up just in time or I might have felt clean down the hole. <laughs> okay, that was Bransby Williams with The Street Watchman's Christmas. Do you, you don't like these stories uh, so much, yeah, I think? Yeah, yeah, I don't like the stories. Okay. Because uh, 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 I actually do like music quite a lot. I like for, uh, I do like uh, sometimes, most sometimes some old music. And I give this one a five. Five? Yeah, Because it's just talking, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, was it funny? Yeah. A bit. Yeah, a bit. I'll give a four, <laughs> five, just be, to be nice to, to this, I'll give a 5.7. 5.7. Wow, very precise number. Okay. This is next. We have the, the Edison Concert Band and the Edison Mix Quartet um, collaborating on this one. This is Ring Out the Bells for Christmas.
Okay, that was the Edison Concert Band and the Edison Mixed Quartet with Ring Out the Bells for Christmas. Did you enjoy those two together? Uh, yeah, I actually did. Yeah? Yeah, I did enjoy it. <laughs> really? Yes. Are you sure? Yes, I think. Yeah, you're positive? Okay. Yeah, positive. <laughs> what did you enjoy about it? I mostly enjoyed, like, mostly the feeling of the song. The feeling? Yeah. Yeah, it did feel Christmassy. Yeah, Christmassy, because it's only three days till Christmas. No, it's Christmas today, actually. No, it's not. It's Christmas today. Okay, and next we have uh, some carol singers. At Christmas we have carol singers, of course. Oh, yep, You of know course. some Christmas carols? Yep, I know lots of Christmas carols. So which Christmas carol do you think they're going to sing? Uh, I don't... Oh, Joy to the World. That was even... yep. I know Joy to the World. Well, let's see if their performance is the same as, as your memory. Did you sing Joy to the World before? Uh, yes, I sung it about one week ago. Yeah, yeah one week ago. In your Christmas concert, yeah? Yeah, in my Christmas concert, my, okay. when I went to church to sing. <laughs> some carol singers, unnamed carol singers, with joy to the world. Joy to the world. Makes me feel quite happy because it's actually called joy to the world, but joy stands for, for J stands for Jesus, O stands for others, Y stands for yourself. Does it? Yep. Is that a fact? Yeah. Wow, okay. I didn't know that. Huh? Who told you that? 
Um, in year one, I learned it. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> All right, let's uh, hear some talking. You don't like talking so much, yeah. yeah. But um, we'll hear it anyway. This is uh, Yolanda Noble and Percy Clifton, and they're buying the Christmas dinner. Buying the Christmas dinner by Yolanda Noble and Percy Clifton, Edison Records. Get you to bed, Martha? Yes, John? Well, we pop out and get our Christmas dinner. You know, I've set me on on a nice duck. Of course you have. You don't ask me now, study yourself, just like a man. Why, we had a duck last Christmas. I thought it'd be a nice thing to get a roast leg of pork. Can't abide roast pork. Too rich. All has knocked me up. Oh, please yourself if you always do. That's right, Martha. Always obey your lawful powers. Well, here we are. This looks like a nice job. Well, what do you say, Martha? Live or a dead? Oh, don't be such a heart, John. Now, let's go to the milk shop where I deal. We can get it cheaper there and buy off their own farm. Just as you like, but I never knew they sold ducks in the milk shop before. Well, now we've got the duck, what do you say to a nice off according to wish ourselves a Merry Christmas? Why, of course, John. It's the proper thing to do. Well, Martha, Merry Christmas. Same to you, John, and I hope you'll enjoy the duck. She'll all be on that duck. Come on, let's get the things for the pudding. The pudding's made and I've had it for in the copper for 12 hours. 12 hours, Martha? Why, the thing will be like a rag and not to be. John, you may know something about ducks, but don't show your ignorance in Christmas pudding. Well, what about the vegetables? Oh, I've got them in. What, in the copper with the pudding? Don't try and be funny. It don't suit you when you've got a collar on. Here, what are we going to buy the children? A wooden doll for Eliza Lane and a Noah's Ark for Holly. Noah's Ark indeed, huh? Will you nurse him after he's made himself ill through licking off the paint? Never thought of the paint. No, of course not. You only thought of a duck. Let that bird alone, Martha. Well, you carry it. You're going to eat it. Don't get nasty. Remember, this is Christmas Eve. Right, so it is, John. Well, let's have another half quarter and take a little drop home in the bottle for tonight. He's a good little woman, and I promise you that you shall have a leg of pork next Christmas, Martha, darling. John, you're a duck. I'll drop the duck. Come on, let's be down. So that was Yolanda Noble and Percy Clifton, and they were buying the Christmas dinner. Some very old people from a long time ago talking, having an argument. <laughs> so what do you think? Like, it doesn't make, it just makes me a bit sadder because I don't like arguments. Don't really like arguments that much. I try to stop myself having arguments sometimes, but I can't do it. So you won't choose to listen to a Christmas record of people arguing yeah, about uh, food? Yeah. Okay. So, we don't like that one so much then, yeah? yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, okay, let's uh, hear um, some more Christmas carols. Well, kind of. This is Rob Robert Gaylor with Christmas Eve, a fantasy on old German Christmas carols. This carol could be good. Yeah, well, let's, let's find out. It'd make me happier. I wonder if it will be any Christmas carols that we know. Let's find out.
So that was Robert Gayler with Christmas Eve, a fantasy on old German Christmas carols. I like that one, I like it. Did you recognise some Christmas carols there? Yeah, I noticed Silent Night in it. Yeah, at the end they had Silent Night. Yeah, Silent Night, like at my bath, that's one bit of it. Because you know that's a German song originally, yeah? Oh, I didn't know Silent Night was from Germany. Yeah, famously from Germany. Because some of these songs are recorded around uh, the First World War. What? And um, in the First World War, the soldiers from both sides, they heard each they heard each other singing Silent Night. Oh. And then they stopped fighting and came out to meet each other. Yeah. So this mm. music is around the time of the First World War. So, so that must be really old. Since mm. 1914 mm. and till 1918. So most of these records are more than 100 years old. Ooh. Yeah. But right now, this record is 100 out one. Was it made in like the middle of the Second World War, First World War? No, they didn't make many records during the First World War because they were too busy fighting, unfortunately. Is, this song was made in the First World War. Let's hear Manuel Romain. This is called Christmas Time Seems Years and Years Away. Well, that's definitely not true, is it? Yeah. Okay, let's have a listen anyway. <laughs> Garden fair, set a happy pair, neath a shady maple tree. She had promised him, we'll be married, Jim, to the chimes of Trinity. Is the month of May, but next Christmas Day, I will be your blushing bride. Don't you worry, dear, it will soon be. But he looked at her and sighed. Christmas chimes mean happy times for you and me, sweetheart. Winter time means you'll be mine and never more to part. Honeymoon can shine too soon, I wish it were today. Girlie mine, don't Christmas time seem years and years away. Christmas times mean happy times for you and me, sweetheart. Winter time means you'll be mine and never more to part. That was Manuel Romain with Christmas Time Seems Years and Years Away. Well, next Christmas seems like a whole year away, doesn't it, I guess? Yeah. Mm. What did you think of that, then? You like the song? Yeah, I like the song, but the singing was like, okay. I wouldn't say really good for singing. Well, that was the style they liked to sing in back then. They, you know, they mm. have to sing very loud and very clearly because there's no microphones. When was this one made? This is, these, these, these records are all from before 1925. So these are like a hundred years older, older. So it's before they had microphones. Ooh. So they have to sing down a big brass horn and then it will have a needle cut into the wax. What type of horn? Like a bull's horn? 
No, just like a big metal horn. Oh, those type of horns. Yeah. So everyone has to sing like shouting very loudly. Otherwise, it doesn't make any marks on the on there. So that's why he has that weird singing voice. Shall we have one more story? Uh, all right. <laughs> you don't like the story so much. But this is the famous story of Christmas. This is Harry E. Humphrey reading The Night Before Christmas. I think I know this one. I think you do. Yeah, I think I did. It was the night before Christmas, when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below. When, what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles his course as they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now, Dasher, now, Dancer, now, Prancer and Vixen, on, Comet, on, Cupid, on, Donder and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now, dash away, dash away, dash away all. <laughs> As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle mount to the sky, so up to the housetop the courses they flew with a sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot and... His clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled. His dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke... It encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. <laughs> he was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. <laughs> that was uh, Harry E. Humphrey reading The Night Before Christmas. Do you like that more than the other stories we yeah, heard? Yeah, I do. A bit more, probably, a bit more. 
most of the stories had like a bit evil laughs. Yeah, he does sound quite evil there. Yeah. 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 Yes, no, 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 like, Yeah, I don't think Father Christmas should sound like that. Yeah, really, he should yeah. Too. she should sound like, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, not, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sounds more a bit terrifying. Yeah. It's, uh, maybe it's the anti-Santa. <laughs> yeah, anti-Santa, you steals your presents instead. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. Yeah, I don't want him to yeah. steal my presents. I don't think there's an anti-Santa, really. Yeah, I don't think that's yeah. Thank you very much for joining me today, Theodore. Yep. On this radio show. We're going to finish today with a song that you know we talked about already. Yep, Silent Night. Silent Night, yeah. This is a version by Elizabeth Spencer, Harry Anthony. And, and James F. Harrison. That's right. So, good night, everyone. And uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody.
If you enjoyed this mix, please consider supporting Centuries of Sound at patreon.com slash centuriesofsound. For just $5 per month or local equivalent, you can get a host of bonus materials and help this show keep going. Centuries of Sound is produced by one person, me, in my spare time, and it's only through the generous donations of my backers on Patreon that I can keep this show going. Thank you for listening, and thanks very much for your generosity. Merry Christmas. <laughs>